Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is The Americans. Today we will be discussing Season 5, Episode 11, titled Dyatkova. I spent way too much time today trying to learn how to pronounce that. I think it worked out. I figured... I figured it out eventually. I understood it eventually. And now I know. Now I know how to pronounce Yakova. Anyway. (laughs) Oh my god. This episode is incredible. It is absolutely magnificent. It's such a brilliant, self-contained, beautiful completely soul-crushing installment of the Americans. Uh, It really does feel, at times, very much on the level of Do Male Robots Dream of Electric Sheep? Remember that one episode from back in Season 3 that I maintain is one of the best they've ever done? It is very much at that level, at its absolute best. It's certainly up there in the grand pantheon of Amazing Americans episodes. Uh, I cannot praise it enough. This episode is so magnificent and masterful and poetic, and I love it so much. So, the premise of this episode is Philip and Elizabeth have to hunt down this uh, Nazi collaborator who the center believes uh, made her way to America and has been hiding out in America since the war happened under an assumed name. All they have on this woman is medical records that she is of the same age and the same height as this woman. And a picture, a single picture of her decades ago that vaguely looks similar. So they have to do some surveillance to confirm it's her and they take some photos that... It could be interpreted either way. And they spend the entire episode thinking, like, well, okay, well, is this the woman? Is this the woman? Is this the woman? Uh, By the way, this Nazi collaborator, the reason they're so pissed at her beyond that is that uh, she killed a shit ton of Soviet soldiers. Uh, Turns out she uh, was part of a bunch of firing lines and just killed a bunch of people, and dumped their bodies in ditches, and it's really horrific. So they think this old woman, who now has a husband and uh, children and grandchildren, they think she's her. And the entire episode is a, well, is she or isn't she? Is she, isn't she, is she, isn't she? Uh, A lot of it is spent uh, with them trying to figure this out. And then eventually, the center's like, okay, we got enough to go in, get her to confess, and shoot her. Basically. So that's the operation that they start. 
they go to get her to confess and shoot her. They break into her home, and this woman, as soon as Philip and Elizabeth start to start to mess with her, start to rough her up, start to interrogate her, she just loses it. Like, I'll, I'll give you money, I'll, I'll give you whatever you want. And they're like, hey, uh, do you know this woman? And she's like, no, I've never heard that name before in my life. I forget the name. I'm sorry. I've never heard of that name before in my life. Well, she's you. You were born in Yatkava. No, I wasn't. I was born in this other place. And you see this woman beg for her life, essentially. Uh, and from the looks of it, she doesn't know anything. She's just some old lady who just had an unfortunate set of circumstances that makes her kind of similar to this other person, uh, at least as far as we know. And, like, they get more and more aggressive about their interrogation. Uh, Elizabeth beats her up a bit and says in Russian, we are them, to sort of hammer home, like, this is your country, the country that you betrayed. Getting revenge. And... Philip, while Elizabeth is going all psycho bitch, Philip's like, eh, I don't know, I'm not really sure. And even if it's her, like, should we really? Like, it looks like she's changed. Like, either, either she didn't do this, period, or she's evolved beyond her murderous tendencies uh, and deserves to capitalize on this second chance that she's been given and Elizabeth of course is like no screw you uh, we're gonna get her to confess and we're gonna kill her and then the real horror of this episode comes when they say hey we're now gonna wait for your husband and then this woman just starts, like, pleading, like, no, please, he doesn't know anything, he's not involved in this, don't, don't get him involved in this, okay, okay, uh, I'll tell you, I'm this woman, I was born in Dyatkova, I betrayed my country, I killed people, I did all these terrible things, uh, and they're trying to prod her for specifics, like, just to make doubly certain, like, okay, uh, where did you kill them? Uh, when? Blah, 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 blah. And, like, she's like, I can't remember. I can't remember. And you're made to think in this scene, this isn't her. In this scene, like, this woman with her, with her expression, with her non-threateningness with how furiously she's begging uh how ferociously she's begging uh and with all these like gaps in memory all these things that she can't really explain all these blanks that she can't fill in uh that they're providing for her like it's made to make you think 
this isn't her. Like, it's obviously not her. You have the wrong person. Uh, and now they're just roughing up some poor old lady who doesn't know anything and just has this, like, unfortunate set of circumstances that makes her close enough uh, to fuel the Soviet Union's bloodlust. And it sort of makes you think, like, okay, are Philip and Elizabeth in the wrong here? And then the husband comes home. And immediately gets kidnapped, along with his wife. They sit him down. And he starts saying, like, oh, you want money? I want money. And the wife's like, no, they don't want money. They they want me. And she starts telling him the story of how she became a Nazi collaborator. And killed these people. And. She keeps talking. She keeps saying. She keeps recounting all this stuff. uh, All the reasons she did what she did. uh, How she got into this in the first place. uh, And how she suffered before. Joining up with the Nazis. Why becoming a Nazi collaborator was almost essential. And as she talks more. The more. The more she recounts. To us. The deeper she goes into this story. Telling it to her husband. With Philip and Elizabeth watching. In stunned silence. Further she goes, the more you realize. God damn it. It is her. It is a perfect, perfect magic trick. Like, they laid it on so thick. We're not sure if this is the one. And they laid it on so thick. This is an innocent old woman who's stammering and trying to give... Uh, these intruders what they want. And it looked so much. They made it look so much. Like she was just trying to appease them. To save her husband. But she was really telling the truth. And she really had gaps in her ne- in her memory. Uh, she really had a difficult time. Recounting everything she did. Under pressure. Uh, answering these highly specific questions that, in retrospect, yeah, it was decades ago. Of course she wouldn't know what side of town she killed these people on. And the story itself is horrifying. It is one of the saddest monologues. Ever written for television. So according to her. Her town. Yatkova. Was invaded. During the war. And the Nazis. Gathered everyone. And shot them all. Including her entire family. But they left her alive. 
and made her bury the bodies. They murdered her entire family right in front of her and made her bury the bodies. So now, of course, we have this scared woman. Who is fearful of her life. And then they were like, okay, we're letting you live. And we'll make a deal with you. We'll give you food and water. We'll keep you nourished. If you kill your own countrymen. If you kill... Soviet prisoners for us. And so... She killed people. And was rewarded... With food and water that she so desperately needed. And she did it again. And she did it again. And she did it again. Until eventually... She got away. And fled to America... At the end of the war. This entire episode. The center. Built her up as a monster. Because she killed her own people. She killed innocent soldiers. Countless lives are lost by her hand. But no one ever stopped to think why she did those things. No one ever stopped to think, well, hold on. What could push someone to do that? The answer is desperation and survival instinct. A woman desperate to live. With the survival instinct of needing food and water. Saying, hey, these guys are going to give me food and water. Also, if I go against them, they will literally kill me. No one stopped to think about that. This woman's life has gone to hell. At the hands of an objectively horrific regime. And now her own people have turned against her because of what she did to protect herself. Something that she has spent her entire life trying to forget and succeeded for the longest time. But then here come Philip and Elizabeth with their orders. Their one-sided information. Their lack of context. And they are told. Kill this woman. She killed soldiers. And the husband sees all of this immediately and says. It doesn't matter. I know the real you. Like the real you is. A good person. I don't care about what you had to do out of desperation and survival instinct. 
What matters to me is the person I met, the person I spent my life with. And that person is good. But of course, she still killed a bunch of Russian soldiers. And Philip and Elizabeth still have their orders. And in one of the most painful moments, maybe in this entire show, Philip picks up his gun, points it at man and wife, can't pull the trigger, and then Elizabeth does it for him. Kills the husband, kills the wife. And then it's done. Doesn't matter what the context was. Doesn't matter that she was desperate for food and water. Doesn't matter she did it so that she could live. None of that fear. None of that desperation. Mattered. Because their mission was to kill this woman who killed countless Russian soldiers. And it's the perfect representation, really, of this entire show. This entire show exists in a gray area. Hell, I feel like I need to remind everyone of this every once in a while, but the main protagonists of this show are Russian spies, who not so long ago were freaking boogeymen, and yet were made to root for them. And we are given some really good motivations, uh, and they definitely make us care about us. Uh, They definitely make us care about them a lot. And they now have to kill this woman who exists in a gray area herself. Yes, she killed a bunch of people. And yes, that's horrific. And she knows that. But she also did it to save herself. She did it because she was desperate and afraid. Like, that is the grayest of gray areas. And it fits so perfectly into this show. And Philip and Elizabeth, they're driving home. And Elizabeth drops a little proposal. Let's just go home. Let's leave America. Let's go back to the Soviet Union. This was the last straw. This one mission was so difficult. So monumentally horrible. So deeply traumatizing. That now they're finally ready to say Let's go home. We've done enough. As Gabriel said just a few episodes ago, it adds up. 
Uh, we got some other stuff going on. Uh, Henry does a bit of a tour of the FBI office for a school paper. And he's having the time of his life going around there. Uh, he meets Stan's co-workers. He sees the vault. He sees the mail robot, which is way more trouble than it's worth. Nicely put, Stan. Uh, and then he writes a paper about it, and it's very grandiose, and Stan's like, Hey, um, maybe laying it on a little thick. Like, the FBI, it's not all awesome. And he lays out, like, the drawbacks of the FBI. Uh, he basically tells Henry, You're the greatest kid ever. And yet, it is my job not to trust you. Because you could be a spy. And he talks about, like, I, I can't trust anybody. Uh, not my wife. Not my own kid. And it's just... It's this really sad... It's this very, very... Depressing moment. Uh, that really gets at the essence of Stan. That, like, he's had it trained in him over and over and over again... Don't trust anyone. It really underscores everything depressing about the character of Stan Beeman. Uh, oh, also, Philip okays him to go to uh, that private school, that boarding school. So, good for him. Yay! Uh, Oleg also has a bit of a breakthrough on, uh, on the foodstuffs investigation. Uh, so, he and the other guy break into this woman's office who they were surveilling in the last episode and they find a ledger that she kept for her boss detailing all the little uh, dealings of criminal empire bribery empire and they sit down they have an interrogation with her and this woman is just adopting this whole f you attitude and she's basically just like, yeah, I kept a ledger for my boss. So what? Oh, 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 the, the, we're getting bribes? Well, guess what? That's how the entire system works. That's how people get fed. You're not going to change that. Just because you're KGB doesn't mean you're above that system. She's basically saying, yeah, we accept bribery. For a special treatment of stores. Everyone does it. Who cares? She just like laughs in the face of their investigation. Like, ha, you're so naive. Uh, we got some other stuff as well. Uh, Claudia officially confirms that yes, it was the biological agent that William acquired. That was used in Afghanistan. So everything that William did. After expressing vehemently. This shouldn't be used on anyone. This shouldn't be used on anyone. This shouldn't be used on anyone. After all of that. They finally just were like, you know what? Screw you. Uh, we're going to use your sacrifice to justify 
something you were 100% against. Sucks for you, buddy. And you can tell Phillip's, like, really pissed when Claudia is saying all this. Uh, They named it after him. Named it after his Russian name, uh, Variant V for... uh, Crap, I forget his Russian name. But they named it after him. And Philip is just, like, trying to hold back his rage and kind of failing. Uh, Also, Stan and Adderholt meet with their Russian lady informant. uh, And she tells them more about her son and her new boyfriend. And they're just having a nice little chit-chat. So, that's continuing to build in... The background. Uh, anyway, yeah, this episode's amazing. This episode is absolutely incredible. Uh, it is definitely in the upper echelon of Americans' episodes. Holy crap. Uh, two more left. We are almost done with the penultimate episode, or the penultimate season, rather, of this show. Get ready for... The end of the the thing before the beginning of the end. We'll begin the end soon, but first we have to end this. So we'll begin the end uh, and then do... We'll begin the end of this thing before the beginning of the end and then do the beginning of the end. And then the end. Again, makes total sense. Uh, <laughs> if you like this... Favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archive, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 5, Episode 12. Talk to you then.